0: Alright, whenever you're ready. I'm ready. You are, a brother, man. Brother, go for it. Welcome to the High School Backups Podcast. My name is Nick, and this is episode 48, as Jake so kindly continues to tell me because I love him so dearly. Uh, today we have Austin with his beautiful looking hair, and uh, it seems like a black shirt. We have Jake with his sexy, almost wait, wait. award winning face. Uh, oh, Plymouth State Track and Field, let's go. If you didn't know, we, we haven't said it a million times. That is where we went to school. Uh, Justin and his beautiful face. He's very excited for Saturday, and we're very excited for him. Uh, Kyle and his Knicks wearing hat, although uh, he may With or the, may not be a subject Celtics fan. Put I the am Mandalorian the in the back. Mandalorian in the back. In my, uh, who is in my work shirt, because I was too lazy to change. <laughs> Here we are. Episode It is essentially in the middle of what feels like a sandwich of snowstorms up in the northeast uh it has been a great time uh point being uh we are chilling like some villains uh and having a good time here um so this week uh we have a bit to talk about um a few things that we've been kind of waiting for uh cow to get back so we know he has strong opinions of it a few things that just happened as recently as today uh as well as some things that are going on this weekend we want to talk about so Let's just get out of the way uh, a few of the base things that uh, I kind of wanted to talk about that aren't necessarily on the agenda. So uh, first things first, uh, the Red Sox made a trade today. um, An actually decent trade uh, that most people didn't necessarily see coming, uh, but I will give you those details. So the Red Sox have traded for uh, Aldoberto Mondesi from the Royals um it is uh let's see the deal is for josh taylor uh and josh taylor is being traded for mondesi as well as a player and or cash consideration so uh cool pickup for the Sox. he is some middle field death i didn't know much about him but i was listening to the radio while i was waiting for the plow to clear up our driveway area uh and essentially um he's uh some infield depth so I don't know if uh, Austin, you have anything on him, but uh, I just know that he has—he was injured towards ACL, and so his value is at an all-time low.
1: Yeah, I don't have much to add to him. Uh, we'll just have to see how he is able to come back from that. Um, and I mean, it's infield depth and stuff like that. So we'll see how he plays for you guys.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things where it's kind of cool to have extra pieces. Um, other little, uh, I guess, pieces, the Bruins still have not lost 10 games and we're, like, you know, more than halfway through the season, so that's pretty cool. Uh, their point percentage is, like, 0. 0.87 or something like that, which is absolutely egregious. One uh, will it end. And, and, uh, will it end? The, the main point that I like to keep pointing <laughs> out is that the Bruins, at this point, they currently have 78 points. Uh, they have played 46 games. That means that there are 36 games left in the season. Realistically, the Bruins only have to win roughly seven to eight of those games to have a decent shot at making the playoffs. Uh, So if they were to go the rest of the season with seven wins and 29 losses, they would have a good chance at making the playoffs. Uh, And I think we all know that's probably not going to happen. If they were to go even the rest of the season, uh, they would go 18 and 18, uh, they would still end the season at wait for it, 112 or 114 <laughs> points if they were to go. That's ridiculous. Passes. Uh, highly likely they They're would hosting. win the Presidents or be very very close. Um, what is the, the NHL record for
2: points in a season? I just it's need like to know. 120 Yo, like one twenty so something. Yeah, so the the Bruins have a I realistic know. shot at uh,
0: points record. I'm just saying, Kyle's I'm doing. pretty sure
3: the Lightning had made it a couple years ago, so the Bruins are already on track to. Uh,
0: They're uh, 132, established by Montreal Canadiens between mm. 76 and 77, with a 68 and 12 record
1: well shit that's crazy
0: so 132 points so that means that the bruins in order to have 132 points they would need an additional let me do a quick math here uh at 54 points so they would need to win that translates to 26 of their remaining 36 games
2: i mean they're on page i
0: That feels more likely than them winning 37 at this point. So (laughs) if they could do that, that would be great. Uh, And that would be with none of those 10 losses being OT losses.
3: According to moneypuck.com, the Bruins have a 100% chance at making the playoffs.
0: (laughs) You
4: better put in that bet, Kyle.
3: January 24th. Um, (laughs) Kyle, that's an
2: easy bet, bro. Just put the money on it.
3: (laughs) The thing is, though, I would put a money. I would put money on that, and they would find a way to lose a hundred percent of their games between now and April. Like that What's is there? what would happen. What would be the bet on that right now? What would be the odds? Minus a thousand, probably. Like, yeah, bro. You'd have to out. put in a thousand to win
2: like ten bucks.
3: <laughs> like, cool. let's find out. Team, I'll find. I'll figure that out for oh, you. Also, me and Kyle oh, are planning please.
0: to do a betting episode. Um. I, to be honest, need to get into it more like Kyle's been doing it, so I've been highly considering that.
1: Kyle's uh, gonna educate me so I can lose money like him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm above so 500, hold does on. Believe <laughs> it or not, I know it may seem like it, uh, yeah. but he does not. All right. So, Nick, Nick. Do you want to
3: know how, yes. how little chance it is for the Bruins to not make the playoffs? They're, they don't have an option to select on DraftKings. To not make the <laughs> little, playoffs? Just, there isn't an option for me to select them. That's how little chance they have to Bro, miss the playoffs. That's nuts. Now, if I were to say they were going to win the President's Trophy with the best record, they're minus 800 odds. Which, if I were to bet a dollar, that
0: would win me 12 cents. <laughs> So I'm just saying 10. Slow God. and Steady, slow and yeah, steady. you know who else had like uh minus forty thousand odds? Uh the Chargers to lose that game at halftime. That's true. Uh, and, that is uh, true. the point bro- <laughs> of that is that a guy put a million dollar bet on minus forty thousand odds for Chargers to the Chargers win that game and he lost, lost. million dollars <laughs> and, and lost. to win a measly fourteen thousand dollars and he and lost. lost. So
1: yeah, that's wow. awful. Sometimes Bro. it's just not
0: worth it. So uh oh, here we are. Um He has a okay. better chance
4: of putting a bet on the Rangers.
0: You're right, I do. <laughs> All right, Nick. <laughs> Nick According
3: to moving. Money Buck, they have yeah. like a seventy percent chance. They actually have they have a seventy one percent chance to make the playoffs. Uh, last so, time
0: I look I mean they're third in their division. The Capitals and Penguins are on their heels though, so uh, also and one last uh,
3: night dominating fashion so it's
0: fun. a cool little mm-hmm. fun fact uh, about the bruins as well uh their point differential is at 81
2: that's ridiculous
0: they have outscored their opponents by almost two more goals a game than they have been scored on yes. so now they're cool uh it's absolutely egregious um to this point we're all on long for the ride there's no bragging about <laughs> it it's, it's just speaking for itself it's just interesting
3: you know I find it funny that back in November, I kept saying they were going to fall off a cliff, and here we are (laughs) two months later. Hey, it it
0: feels like, you know? Completely
3: wrong. I admitted that I was wrong a month ago. I don't know how I couldn't when I did. Like, I couldn't put it off any longer. Like, they were just dominating it, so... I'm actually glad to be wrong about this because this is this is history. This is literally watching history be made. So this is a cool fact. This is a cool thing to be witnessing, to be watching this team, to be I like I watched the Bruins play the Rangers last week and it wasn't even close, man. Like the Bruins were dominating the Rangers all over the ice. So like all it's going to be it's going to be scary when I go to the game in March. <laughs> um it's probably not going to be worth my money. I'm just going to be there for the To see Riley's reaction to being her first professional hockey game. But, you know, it'll be fun. All I know is Kyle's getting
2: roasted in the chat right now. I am getting roasted. (laughs) All right, Nick, what else you got to talk about, my guy?
0: Yes. Awesome. Okay. So a few other things to uh, briefly talk about. The Celtics, uh, me and Kyle went back and forth on this. Um, It's pretty funny. Uh, The Celtics lost to the Magic, ending their nine-game win streak, uh, or something like that. Uh, And furthermore, the more important part about that is the Celtics have not beat the Magic at all this season. They are now 0-3 against (sighs) the Magic. Uh, If there's a single team I want to be 0-3 to in the entire league, it is a team that will not make the playoffs. And that is a fact, Uh, and I am perfectly
2: fine with that being the case to be frank.
3: I'm so.
0: not when it costs me money.
3: <laughs> <hell>?
2: <laughs> I mean, bro, I could've I, told you there was a shot that the Celtics lost to the Magic, bro. They haven't played yeah. well against the Magic at all. I don't know I, like what it is.
3: I didn't see it happening for a third time. Bro, like, they just- Three straight times, dude?
2: Bro, they I well, just-, just Did
3: you know not What? Yeah, I did Moneyline. So I didn't even need them to do any, I just needed them to win by one point. One stinking point. <laughs> It didn't happen. I knew they were gonna. I knew they were gonna lose when I saw the score at halftime. When they were already losing by ten at halftime, I was like, I, kn- I knew. Yeah, Jason
0: Tatum out. got hurt. Uh, he might, may or may not play tonight. Oh, um, So that that's a cool thing. So uh, Celtics, even with that though, are still three and a half or four games ahead of everyone in the East, uh, and another game ahead of everyone in the West. So, um, still best team in the league, even though they're losing, three, you know, zero and three against a uh, great Magic team. So um, they're playing
3: the Heat tonight, right? Uh,
0: yes. Oh, easy dub. Easy dump. Uh, easy dump. I wouldn't say easy dump. Yeah, I'm joking. What it seems ju- that <laughs> they rise to the occasion more than they, you know, they fall to their opponent. So, um, <laughs> moving on from that, that is it for my kind of general news. Unless anyone else has anything else uh, to share,
2: I've got some stuff just real quick. Uh, let's talk about the New England Patriots real quick. Hired an actual offensive coordinator today. Big dub. Uh, uh Bill O'Brien is now, a, once again, a New England Patriot, and he's our offensive uh, coordinator, which is beautiful. Kyle, if you don't stop booing, I'm going to come to New Hampshire and actually fight you. Are they from the uh, Giants, wait, aren't, originally? They've... Aren't
1: your Giants in the same spot our Patriots are now? Oh, yeah, what, not what in the playoffs, dog? Watching from home?
2: Uh,
3: no, no. At least we won a well, game, man. I'll take no,
2: it. Honestly, um... It's a huge move. If you didn't check out our video from yesterday, which said which teams are a piece or two away, uh, we said the Patriots needed an offensive coordinator, and that'll put them in a good spot to make the playoffs again. And they did that. We'll see how right we are. There's also speculation that Adrian Clem and Sean Jefferson could also come onto the offensive staff. And if that is a haul on offense I've ever seen, that is huge. Like, that's huge. Um, Honestly... Revamping the offensive coaching staff is huge. I absolutely love it, but that's all I got to say about that. Awesome.
0: Uh, so, other than what we've already talked about, um, there isn't a ton going on in sports world. Obviously, you know, with the you know college football, there's not much going on uh, with the season being over. Uh, when we look at college basketball, there's some stuff going on. I do know that UConn has falling off an actual cliff. Uh, if you want to talk about that, Austin,
1: I know you'd love to. Uh, um, so hold on, we will find out tomorrow where they are standing at that cliff. Um, they definitely had a terrible stretch. Um, all of college basketball has been um fun to watch so far this year. Um, I, I mean it always is, but um, it's obviously more fun when your team. I'm a huge uh, UConn fan, so it's more fun when your team's actually thrown around in the top conversation at times during the year um they started out 14-0 and let's just start there they then proceeded to be right as they are right now 16-5 and so obviously not where you'd want to be after starting 14-0 and being number two in the country um they then proceeded to lose three games to the next ranked opponents they'd face in the big east in Marquette um Xavier and Providence all three of those games I didn't think they lose all three. I could have seen any of them being a loss. Those are all three really strong teams, and Xavier's way stronger than anybody really thought they were going to be this year. Um, what was annoying was them losing to Seton Hall at home.
3: And, uh, who was the other team they lost to, Austin? Reflection and I memory? said this,
1: St. John's on the road yeah, isn't fine. a good win, or a good loss, or but it's not a bad one either. It's mm-hmm. kind of one of those ones where you went to their it went on the road to St. John's, which is always going to be tough. And then also that's a very veteran team with, um, who's the small point guard? Uh, Kyle, who's the, who's your starting point guard short guy? Um, ah, oh shit. What's his name? Well, anyways, <laughs> Hold um,
3: on. I'll get that for you in a second. Uh, and they're um, big man. Like they, they, they've got a veteran team there. Thank Capello.
1: you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, Really good starting guard, um, point guard there who's tough. He's small. He's kind of like a bowling ball. I mean, he's literally built like a red up um, So when he gets in the lane, hard to stop him once he gets going. And then their big man has a great mid-range game, turnaround, all that stuff. So I wasn't surprised. I mean, I was a little bit, but I was also could see it coming. Um, especially with, once I saw how they were playing the last four games, I kind of had a feeling it might happen. Then they lost to Seaton Hall again. Uh, they did finally get a Dominant win again um, over a Butler team who has been able to beat some of the top teams. Um, they Butler had just beaten, I think it was Providence or, or one of the top teams. So um, Prov- uh, Butler, anyways, is a good team. So um, I would just say that uh, they fell off a cliff. We're going to see whether or not they're able to regain their footing um, in this next game because they play Xavier tomorrow night. If they're able to win that game, uh, then I'm not going to say they're back. They're not what they were. Um, but they really need to find the team they were earlier in the season when they beat the likes of the second-ranked team in Alabama. Um, people like Iowa State, um, another-ranked team. Like They're ranked 12th right now. So they were able to beat a lot of those good teams early in the season because they were playing with pace. They weren't turning the ball over. And in the games against uh, Xavier, Providence, and Marquette, The last two minutes of the game, they were turning the ball over, letting those teams get out in transition and just break the game open. And then it came down to fouling, and we all know how that works. If you don't hit your threes, well, guess what? You're not going to win. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things they can do to turn this around, and it's just finding the three ball again and getting out in pace. That's what their team is good at. Um, So,
3: I'm very excited to see that game tomorrow night um, because UConn is still the favorite. So as someone who loves betting on college basketball, that is a huge game I'm like zoning in on. Um, I'm not sure exactly who I'm taking yet in that game, but in general, that's not only going to be a great betting game, but a great pure basketball game to watch and enjoy uh, because it could honestly go either way. Xavier's been playing really hot, great basketball lately, and UConn, who was playing great basketball, has fallen off, but they could click at any moment. So, like, I feel like that game could be a nice duel back and forth. Um, so, I'm really excited for that game tomorrow. I'm going to be flipping between that and the St. John's game. So, that will be
1: a uh, good game to watch tomorrow. So, I'm excited yeah. for that. And, I mean, other college news, mm. um, Kansas, now up to that three straight <laughs> um, so if we want to talk about cliff uh, a- <laughs> right now. They're the oh, ones now on that cliff Um uh who was it? Oh, in Zaga la- was it? Yeah, last uh, week. Um yeah. ended the second longest home win streak in NCAA history at 75 or was it 79? I don't remember. I know it was 75 or 79. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't um and then uh, which that's insane. I mean, even if it was 75 games you play what thirty one, thirty two games, depending on who you are, and between the uh, before you hit postseason. So, um, do you think they're only having maybe maybe fifteen games or so at home over season? That's like five straight years or whatever of just undefeated at home. That's ridiculous. Um, so uh, that's the big news for them. They got beat by Loyola Chicago. So Loyola Chicago is for real again this year. Um, I don't remember what their record is, but I think we're not doing, doing well.
3: They're, they're not doing good.
1: <laughs> no, but it's, that's, what's funny about it is like, they're a real team and could be cause they beat Gonzaga who has beaten some good teams and lost to some. Um, but, uh, we'll see what happens. Are you sure was Loyola Chicago? I think it was. Oh no, no, no Loyola Marymount. Sorry. That sounds, I was like, Loyola
3: Chicago's in the eight tens. That's why I was like, that doesn't sound. Yeah, no, no
1: Loyola Marymount. That's what I meant. Um, they're a real team this year. So. I was like, because Loyola uh,
3: Chicago is like falling <laughs> off of a cliff, man. Like, <laughs> Sister Jean better pray they somehow make it to the tournament. Like, they are in deep shit right they're now. They're not making it this year, I don't think. No, they're not. Oh, they're man. in deep trouble. The, them changing conferences has really uh, messed with them. So Yeah. They're having a tough time adapting to the new conference. But the two fine. teams at
1: the top of the uh, NCAA that have just been consistent all year is Alabama and um, Purdue. Purdue. Purdue with Zach Eady. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude's a force. I'm hoping Zach Eady is what yeah. uh, Donovan Klingon will turn into for the UConn Huskies. They're both 7-2, so, um, yeah. Anyways, that's pretty much it for college hoops right now. I mean, some parity amongst some of the bigger teams. Um, but I think, uh, I
3: think we're going to see a lot more uh, top 25 teams lose to their uh, conference, conference teams, because a lot of conference games do go really close in general. Um, so as, as we're finishing out the conference games as we get closer to the conference tournaments I think we'll see a lot of top twenty five teams start losing a little bit more um especially the bottom half the top twenty five like I'm pretty I, I I'm pretty confident with Tennessee Houston Alabama and Purdue being the top four in the top twenty five right now but like I think the more we see the rest of the top 25 play their conference games, they'll start losing a bit more. Um, but That's pretty consistent to what happens year in, year out. So um, it's not really that big of a change. There were
1: a couple big upsets last week. Um, cool. quite, quite a few, actually. Yeah, there been. was a lot. Houston <laughs> lost lot. to Temple. You know? Kansas, like I said, has lost three straight. Um, Kansas so lost
3: Ryan... to Kansas State and TCU. So yeah. Kansas lost a couple big conference games last week. Yeah,
1: Kansas is – uh oh, looks I mean, like it may not be able to win its whatever ridiculous number of yeah. a row um, conference yeah. uh, regular season wins. So anyways, um, that's about it for this week, and we'll check back in with you guys next week.
0: Alrighty, cool. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and um, well, let's talk about the NFL playoffs. Let's, uh, let's talk it. about what we recognized yeah. our, our last weekend. So um, first things first, we'll talk in the AFC um, we'll talk about the less good game um I guess it was it wasn't a bad game the second half was a little bit uh less fun to watch uh, from my perspective but um Jacksonville versus Kansas City uh what do we think what do we think austin uh
1: good game from Kansas City um what's Let's see. I had the um, – I What I, I think I was surprised. I thought it would be like one more touchdown at least. I thought the Chiefs would be able to put up, you know, 14 extra points more than the Jags. I just got to give the Jags credit, that defense, for keeping – I mean, 27 is still a lot, but on a Holmes' team, that still has Travis Kelsey. Um, I know I didn't have Tyree Kill, but that's still really good. And Trevor Lawrence, um, I think he's arrived. I really do. It's two playoff games that I mean he didn't play great in the first half against Chargers, but he rebounded. And then this week played a lot better, so I got to give him credit for that.
0: Okay, Jake, we're gonna go through kind of each of us real quick uh, yep. for
2: those. No, I mean honestly, it was one of the, it was as bad as I expected. I mean, even our Twitter said you know that game could be closer than people realized, especially because the Chiefs were coming off a bye week, you know the Jags have been playing really well. They came off a strong second half and I didn't expect Trevor Lawrence to come out and throw, you know, four picks again. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has arrived. I believe that he's a top eight quarterback in the league at this point. We'll get to that later. Uh, But no, it's about as I expected. I thought the chiefs would struggle with the Jags just because I thought the Jags are playing well. Um, That's really all I have to say. I thought, I figured the chiefs would win. I figured it would be closer than a lot of people realize. Uh, I'm ready to talk about the actual championship games, but I know that we're going to give a second on
4: that one.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, so uh, any thoughts, Justin, specifically about what you saw?
4: Not in particular. um, I actually had to make sure that, because I remember watching it with Grant, the Cowboys game. I wanted to make sure I didn't mix up the Cowboys missing almost every single extra point (laughs) with the most recent one. But I was surprised by the Giants-Eagles game. That was a bigger gap than oh, I was expecting. Dude. We'll get
3: to that one in a second, Justin. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't jump the gun here, okay, man. Hold on. Kyle, any thoughts on that game? Um, Yeah, I have a couple. Jacksonville let me down a little bit, I'll be honest. Um, I was kind of dumb and put $30 on Jacksonville money line there. Not my <laughs> oh, greatest you- moment. Dude, okay. Here's what I was thinking. You had yeah, a plus really, seven and a half. Dude, dude <laughs> I, know I, had a, I know I had a plus seven and a half chance, and I was like, nah, that line is speaking to me, man. That that spread was like, mm, Jacksonville can do it, man. I threw money down on it. I was like, let's go. Jacksonville's pulling off the upset. And I was – literally, they were this close, man. They were so close. <laughs> I was surely hoping. It, but in all honesty, um, I'm happy T-Law is uh here to here to stay i really liked how we acted after the game um i think jacksonville is going to be pretty dominant in the afc south for the next 10-15 years uh well at least t-law will be pretty dominant for the next 10-15 years whether or not jacksonville is is depending on if they can stay a competent uh team coaching wise and stuff but um i'm pretty happy t-law showed up um i was waiting for him to have his breakout year i think this is pretty true to it i think um Doc Pete, uh, Doug Peterson has really breaking, uh, really shown, shown uh, his potential with T. Law. So, um, I could see Jacksonville making to the playoffs next year and actually going pretty deep in the playoffs next year. So, I, I enjoyed watching this game more so than the Bengals Bills game.
0: Yeah, and let's uh, move right over to that. I mean, I- I'll be honest; I don't have much to say about Kansas City Jaguars. It wasn't exactly as I expected. So, uh, I really don't have any. Friend. I mean, T. Law, yeah, he looked great. I mean, there's nothing else to that. Um, I will say, talking about the other game, the Bills Cincinnati, this game also went exactly as I uh, it,
2: yeah. it pictured
0: it going. Um, I actually had Cincinnati winning by a lot, or the Bills winning by a little. Uh, so it went exactly as I expected. Um, so really no complaints from me on how that game went. Um, Kyle, what, do you, what are your thoughts? What, what do you see with that game?
3: Um, the game pretty much went exactly as I wanted. Uh, Joe Burrow came up very clutch for me. Uh, thank you, Joe. You made me... Uh gained money back from my loss with Jacksonville, so he made... uh, Cincinnati made it up to me. I appreciate it. Um, But Cincinnati looks legit to me. I really like them as the Super Bowl contender. Um, It kind of surprised me that they're not underdogs going into next week. Um, But you know what? I think that uh, the football world is really eyeing that Mahomes injury, so we'll see how that plays out. But as far as this week, um, Cincinnati I thought looked real good and... We'll kind of get into how I th- – I, I'm really kind of – with Buffalo, I'm kind of torn as to what they should do. Um, I'm kind of on a bold take side. They should uh, relieve Sean McDermott of his duties. Bro, what? Um, the, here, here's the here's wow. the reason why. Uh, no, I, I I'm not going to get it. Don't even get into no, no, it. No, no. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> no, no. I, I do just want to say it really quick as to why I think that is because this season, to me, they regressed and to me they sh- they shouldn't regress with as talented of a quarterback as Josh Allen is and to me that speaks more into how dominant dayball was in the coaching staff than McDermott was so to me that parody is really why McDermott i think should be necessarily relieved also i saw this um i saw this statistic with Nick Wright is that any uh quarterback and head coach that work with, together within the 5 years if they don't win a super bowl within that 5 year window they will never win a super bowl together as a tandem it has never happened in the past 33 years in the NFL um which to me was a wild statistic so that <laughs> any quarterback and head coach duo that hasn't won a super bowl within their first 5 years will never do so
2: that's nuts and it
3: has that that is completely nuts to me and this was McDermott's fifth year with uh, Allen so that to me kind of speaks. Um, at least that's what Nick Wright said. I'm going off of what Nick Wright I think Wright they have another year. I think they have
2: another year there. I might be wrong though. I think it's which like fourth year?
3: Which could be. I was just. I'm going off of what Nick Wright said on his show. You guys can double check with me on that. Um, but I think you never trust Nick Wright. That's that's <laughs> totally fair. That to be honest. but like um, to me, the Bills regress this year, and that shows to me more of what Dayball brought to the Bills than what McDermott has. I don't really think that it's like 100% need to fire McDermott like it was with Staley and the Chargers, but that that was just my takeaway from this game. I thought it should have been a lot closer than it was, and to me that speaks on McDermott's
4: coaching than <laughs> anything else. So that's just my takeaway from it. If you're going off that five-year thing, does that mean Josh Allen is never going to win a Super Bowl? No, no, that that means the
3: duo of head coach and Josh Allen will never win a Super Bowl. Okay, I thought you were saying yeah.
4: like, "Yep, quarterback screwed totally." No, 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 no.
3: It, it's the it's the duo combo of head coach and quarterback, gotcha. not necessarily quarterback or head coach separate.
4: Okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, okay. my thoughts on the game were exactly as Knicks. So it went exactly as I expected.
1: You want to go, Justin? I already went. Oh, you did. That's right. I'm sorry, (laughs) speaking out. Yeah, I would. I think I thought it was gonna be just a smidge closer, but I really did think the uh, Bengals would handle the Bills. Um, And I think everybody was overhyping the like passion they were gonna play with for Demar and stuff like that. Um, I actually thought I was gonna react the other way. I don't know if it did, but I honestly thought it was gonna affect them um the opposite way where they wouldn't play as well because he wasn't there um and because of what had happened I feel like that you know maybe they weren't still dealing with that I don't know obviously but I'm not surprised it was 27 to 10 um but once I saw the snow too I also thought it might be a little closer because of that but either way I think it went as a lot of us expected
2: I'm just yeah. gonna say I think the snow and the Bengals advantage because they have a better run game that's my only thought there
0: the, they have a significantly better running back It almost feels like the Bills don't have a running back at points So um, Okay, uh, we'll talk a bit about uh, So the 49ers-Cowboys game This is the only game of the weekend that did not go the way that I expected um, And by that I wasn't surprised That the 49ers won I definitely thought that Dallas would put up a better fight um, I thought it would be a very close game And that Dak would throw like an interception In the game winning drive or, I don't know, pretty much what happened I don't know did you, did you expect
3: um, Zeke to uh, snap the ball in the final play of the game? Was that in your bingo card? <laughs> that that was not in my
0: bingo card. In fact, <laughs> bro, that was the on Cowboys... my, That was on the bingo card that I actually made, and I was like, "Nah, this will never happen."
2: <laughs> bro, bro, the Cowboys looking like the
0: Colts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jeez, that was tough. that
0: was um, that, that was awful.
3: That's plain. Jake was one of the funniest plays I have ever seen. Ever a football game. I think <laughs> here's the thing too. So
1: I think, ironically, I think it could have semi-worked. He throws it to a receiver who doesn't have a blocker in front of him, and all the linemen on each side just ran away from him. I was like, (laughs) what? That's why you're out there. That's why Zeke is the one lineman who's snapping it, because you guys are supposed to go down the field in front of that receiver. You're... you're 300 pounds run down there knock him over and let the guy run (laughs) was the funniest thing to me
2: no um uh, go ahead austin sorry
1: did you guys see the um catch by george kittle where you know hit him in the hand that hit him in the face needed to
2: Uh, blow him up on that
1: did he um enter as an as a eligible receiver
2: i i mean he's a tight end i mean he was
1: inside if you look, he was on the inside of the line. They, um, they don't need to report. A,
2: they don't need to report as eligible as long as it's an. If it was un, was it unbalanced and they had a lineman on the left, or was he inside a tackle? He was inside a tackle. Oh, then probably.
1: That's what I was wondering. I didn't know if you guys had seen it because I saw some people talking about like, hey, they you know, didn't thinking he had uh, a. as probably
3: but I mean, I mean, that could be a clear miss from the refs <laughs> in general. Like, you would you expect Kittle to not report like?
1: Well How just saying that he if he went on the inside, analogy? he would have had to report as eligible yeah. for him then go downfield, obviously. So I was just curious if anybody knew if he did. Because if not know. and he didn't report in, then that's a huge play. That yeah. In that game. Is a huge anybody, miss. Is
2: anybody else's reaction to this other than it's exactly what we thought it was? I kind of saw this happening to be like I, I did
3: put money on the Cowboys winning just because I could have I could have seen this going either way, but I'm not
2: shocked at the result, to be honest. Okay, I mean, I'm good yeah. to move on to the yep. Giants-Eagles game. Yeah. I,
3: before we do, I just want my best friend is a Cowboys fan, and I texted him, and I was like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And he was like, dude, I don't oh. want to fucking hear it. The only thing... <laughs> That that was my great takeaway from this weekend is that I got to at least at least both our teams didn't make it out of the weekend. <laughs> so that was my takeaway from
1: it. I am um, a little sad. Like I'm glad that the Forty won, but I'm a little sad Dallas didn't because uh, my boss went to both the Dallas games. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and man. he literally texted me during. It. I was like, "Wait, you went to the next, to the the second game too?" He's like, "Yeah," because uh, I saw it on his story, and then he goes. Well, if they win this, I'll take you to Philly. I was like, bet. And then they lost. And <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> At that Austin, point, I was a huge, I was God, huge Cowboys fan. God
2: told you not to go to Philly.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm, but I'm sad because <laughs> he is was going to take me place. to the freaking Billy NFC is championship. A
4: scary place
1: like, <laughs> I bet he's never going back to I was going to put on the, the, the Philly shirt so that he could be the one getting beat up when I'm
2: like, <laughs> Oh, man. All right. All, All right. right. Can we, uh, so let's, yeah, move. let's, let's uh, just skip this Nick. last game. Let's Nick. just talk about my favorite game of the weekend. <laughs> now, so the
0: thing, I didn't bet on any of these games this weekend. Cause to be honest, I wasn't comfortable with it, but I was like, you know, I bet against the giants. The least I can do is give them the odds when they're plus 21 and a half (laughs) to have a chance to lose by anything less than 22 points. (laughs) Well, as you all know, they decided to say, fuck me, and lose by 31 or so, whatever the hell it was. It was a lot. It was more than 22. It was 31. (laughs) 31. uh, Yeah, it was bad. If I didn't already feel this already... Fuck the Giants and everything that <laughs> they live for. And, and that's all I really have to say. Uh, the Eagles should win this game. They're significantly the better team. I have nothing nice to say. Uh, Daniel Jones looked like shit. Uh, truthfully, he really did, and Kyle will agree. Uh, yep. The only person Hold that him. looked decent in that game was Saquon, and even Brian Dables, amazing coaching, couldn't cover up
2: their subpar quarterback. That's all Ooh. I am saying.
3: I'm going to let you all go for, go before me because I have uh, a lot to say about this game. My, you want to go, Jake?
2: Uh, honestly, my only reaction is it went – I thought the Eagles were going to win. I thought it would be closer, maybe like 10, 15 points. I think it's hard to play a team three times in a season, so the Eagles kind of impressed me with that. I will say that we had the entire, NFC, or the entire conference championship games right when we did the uh, uh, playoff predictions earlier. So, yeah, yes, yeah, that's really all I got to say about it. Austin, go ahead.
1: I mean, I'm just surprised that the uh, Eagles lost. Th- I mean, not the Eagles, the Giants lost this bad. I kind of thought it was going to be a little bit closer, not a ton. Again, we all kind of said it. How good was the run game going to be with Saquon, and are the Eagles able to stop it? I mean, they in the end, what was what was his final tally for that? Uh,
2: how many yards? Yeah, how many yards
3: did Saquon have? Uh, let me get that. I have the game pulled up. Because Philip
1: G- Gainwell had the most at 112 yards, and Saquon had 61. 61. So yeah, so yeah. the Eagles did a good job and, defending Saquon. And half of that came on one play of 39. So Oof. yeah,
2: correct.
1: Right. Yeah, he had. He, but the, here's the crazy. Uh, that's because they were down. Uh, to be fair, uh, he only had nine attempts. So like, he probably would have had better if he had been able to. If they could have gotten like tie with them or had a lead but i mean as soon as they went down 14-0 in the first and then down another what was it now at that point it was uh what 28 right so yeah, yeah 28 and a half i was like yeah this is definitely over they're not the chargers they're not gonna let them come back um yikes. <laughs> i mean after the first quarter i was like yeah i don't think the giants are winning this one doesn't look like it at all uh <laughs> daniel jones looks like complete crap so I mean, expected the Eagles to win, expected them to win to win handily, but uh, I did not expect 31 on the Giants. At, at least if they were going to put up seven. Wow. I mean, Oof. that's yikes. Uh, Justin,
2: you got Justin. anything?
4: Uh, we all said kind of. Um, I was expecting the Eagles to win because they always seemed to be a better team. I was not expecting by that much. And I was thinking of a joke, if only we had, like, a New York Super Bowl, if the Bills had won, and um, the Giants had won, because then it would have been just a statehood Super Bowl.
2: Uh, fun fact, neither of the teams that have New York in their name play in New York.
4: Play, That's true, because they play I in hate, fucking
2: New York. Let me Jersey. tell you right
3: now, before you guys... That- that thing pisses me off so much because it <laughs> shouldn't fucking matter. They both started in New York. They both got their histories in New York. It matters so what that New York is it the largest matter. metropolitan city that they can't build a football stadium in New York. Suck it! They're ten seconds away from New York City. Suck it! In. Get <laughs> over. Not in
1: New, New York, matter. dog. They're not in New York. Change your name <sighs> to the New Jersey. Fuck no. Trash go games. to the
2: East Rutherford Giants.
3: Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, let's change it to the Foxborough Patriots. Well, we're the- in New England. It doesn't we're in, matter. Yeah, are in, in New, New England. England dog. The Santa Clara 49ers. The am uh, The Oxford Hills uh, uh, Bills. Orchard uh, Hills. Miami. Dog. Whatever. The Miami uh, Gardens Orch- Dolphins. Orchard I Hills. go on Hold on a minute. Orchard
2: Hills is a suburb of Buffalo. East Rutherford, New Jersey is not a suburb of New York. Yes, it is. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is.
3: It's considered. No, yes, it is. No Look it up. It's considered a suburb of New York City. Suck a dick, Jake. That over makes it. no fucking
2: sense. <laughs> Get
1: over it. All right, go ahead and talk anyway. about.
2: Go ahead and talk about how your team took a fat L. All right,
4: all broken hillbillies. Okay. Listen,
3: <laughs> this team got my hopes up and crushed it like it was. It, it just just took my heart, ripped it out of my chest, and squeezed it out like it was from the Indiana Jones movie. Like, that's what this team did to me. I had my hopes up for this game so high. I was so prepared. I I wasn't expecting to fully win, but I wasn't expecting to lose by 31 fucking points. (laughs) I was so mad after the first quarter, let alone after halftime, let alone after the third quarter. I was upset after the first quarter of this game. Oh, man. The team did not look good. <laughs> Dable was out-coached. Saquon was out-rushed. Like, everything <laughs> about this game was a disaster. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones looked that bad, to be honest. He had one mistake, one very clear mistake that really cost him. Um, because I you think even that say really... it cost him
2: when you lose by 31? <laughs> well, no. But,
3: I mean, I think it, it took away whatever momentum we were going to gain, I think. Because, like, at that point, we were down 14. And that interception, like, we weren't even really marching, like we weren't even at half field yet. So, like, I oh, don't really, th- <laughs> I don't really think it took away all the momentum, but I think it really took away the morale. Like, I think that interception, it really, like, the team was like, "Fuck, we're outplayed." Like, I think is literally yeah. what that interception did. Like, I think it just took out because, like, this team has come back from the big from like fourteen nothing scores before. So, like, I think they were going into that drive like, "We've done this before, boys. We can do it." And then that interception, and they were like, "Fuck, dude, we're so outplayed." Um, I think that was DJ's really one mistake. Every other thing that he's been criticized for, I think, was just the lack of skill on the wide receiver end. Um, There were a couple balls that I think were badly thrown, which are another couple mistakes. But a lot of quarterbacks have those errors. Yeah, that Richie James
1: (laughs) drop though.
3: (laughs) I know, Uh, Richie. That Richie James (laughs) drop was brutal. Fun fact, he was the wide receiver one coming into this game. Yep. <laughs> um, dude, He was our uh, practice squad wide receiver coming into the season. So there you go on our wide receivers we had on this team. You know who um, they
0: should have had as wide receiver one in the wide receiver one spot? Kenny Galladay. He would have you know really, made a huge difference.
3: <laughs> you know who was the wide receiver one coming into the playoffs and refused to play? Kenny Galladay. Fun fact. He said that in his quote. He didn't want to play anymore. So I'm assuming he's going to get dropped or whatever from this team. So that's fine. I don't care. But he wants
0: to play somewhere with a good QB, you know? know? Oh, my God.
3: I'm Nick. I'm genuinely so annoyed. (laughs) All right, boys. (laughs) All right, boys.
2: Uh, Let's let's move on to the championship games, please. Let's do that. Nick, what do you got, buddy? Hey, the Giants
0: made it further than the Patriots. So there's really not much else to say about it. So, um, anyways. (laughs) championship games
2: uh we We are perfect
0: (laughs) we we guessed this um did we get anything do we we guess the chargers to beat the jaguars right
2: uh i think so but i think two of us had the jags we have some stuff wrong but we are perfect when it comes to the championship games
0: cool okay so Bengals versus chiefs um well to be frank I think that the... I, you know, I'm going to stick with my original prediction. I said if the Bengals got here, they win again. Um, it's really nothing against Pat Mahomes. Um, did they, they played each other this season. Yeah, right? the Bengals won. The Bengals won.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not his fault he's got to uh, play Joe Burr. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, that Cincinnati team looked amazing in the snow. So... I and and to be honest, I'm pretty sure that uh, Tyreek kill last year was a big reason why the Chiefs had a chance in that game. Yep. Uh, and he's gone now. They've figured it out this year with the team that they have. Uh, but the Bengals don't feel like a team you're gonna figure it out against, uh, AKA the Bills. So I think that the, the Bengals have a really good shot this, which is what we predicted overall.
2: Uh, and I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah, I'm with you, Nick. I think it's a Bengals uh, dub here.
1: I'm I'm same. I don't think uh, I love Patty, but uh, yeah, it's just what are you gonna do against a freaking Joe Burrow when he when you got a the the J train's coming and there's nothing you can do about it.
2: So I, I'm also gonna say I just think Cincinnati's a more complete team. That's really where it comes down to. So
1: can we just talk about how they were? Like, we talked about how incomplete they were, like, two seasons ago. They've done a really good
2: job. Yeah, they've done a great job. I mean, perfect. Kyle, what Mm -hmm. do you got with the Cincinnati and the Chiefs game?
3: My my pick is solely based on this quote I heard from this weekend, and this quote was based on Joe Burrow's high school coach who said, if he wasn't a ball player, I think he would be a serial killer because he's so (laughs) calm, cool, collected under pressure. (laughs)
2: If that doesn't tell me,
3: if that doesn't tell me how cold this man is, that does like, Bengals by twenty. That's all
2: I'm saying. Like, bro, no, don't don't do that.
3: (laughs) Um, no. In all (laughs) seriousness, I do think the Bengals will win this game. I don't think it will be. I think it will be competitive because you can't never uh, leave out Pat Mahomes and Kelsey and the Chiefs as a whole. Um, What is what was the
1: score last time?
3: It was close. Oh, wait, this year? Uh, like I'm last year. It. Yeah. I will find that for you in 30 seconds.
1: But continue, Kyle. Joe, um,
3: I, Joe Burrow is just a beast, and, you know, uh, it was 27-24, by the way. Okay, um, I thought it was close. It was close. Oh, yeah, they had, a, they had a comeback. They had a comeback. Bengals had a comeback uh, in the th- third and fourth quarter. But um, Bengals, to me, are just, as Jake said, very complete team. Um. They have top three quarterback in the NFL. They have one like the best wide receiver trio in the NFL. They have top ten running back. They have their O line has gotten substantially better. They have an amazing head coach. Their defense has gotten substantially better. Like to me, this Bengals team is just so complete. As good as Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are as a duo and as a one punch combo, I just don't see how the Chiefs can do it. I really don't.
0: Cool. Uh, Justin, do you have any thoughts?
4: I'm definitely with everyone on Cincinnati winning this. Um, it's going to be interesting seeing Kansas City um, and the Bengals in the conference championships because they both have been teams that have been winning a lot over the past couple of years for like Super Bowls and stuff. Um, I If the Chiefs were to win, I would want the Eagles to win, but... For the Bengals winning, I hope the 49ers win, just so the game is a little bit easier for the Bengals. Because if the Eagles win, I feel they have no shot. Ooh, that's hot take. I like it.
0: Let's swing right over. Uh, So 49ers versus Eagles. Um, So, I mean, I'm just going to be frank here. I feel like the 49ers got a little exposed. Um, I honestly think that... 19 points against a good Dallas defense isn't bad, but Brock Purdy threw no touchdowns also threw no interceptions. Okay. Uh, pulling a a certain, uh, quarterbacks type stat line here. However, (laughs) uh, there's no, there was like the running backs. Honestly, Christian McCaffrey averaged three yards a carry. Um, when was the last time we saw Christian McCaffrey average three yards a carry? Especially on Uh, Niners. Yeah. So um, he did have a touchdown. Cool. On top of that, Elijah Mitchell also had 3.6 yards of carry. Um, But Really, the only person with a good stat line in this game on offense was George Kittle. And on defense, they looked okay. Um, They didn't have to try very hard for the Cowboys to – like the Cowboys scored 12 points. And, oh, my God, it was a tough 12 points to score. <laughs> and I don't even fully say it was the 49ers' fault. It just felt like Dak didn't look good. Zeke, no. most over – if Tony Pollard didn't break his leg or whatever happened. I I'm feeling that hope in my anger, Literally. They probably win this game. Uh, or at least have a like tony pollard makes one play that gives them a touchdown in my opinion like i just feel like that's what he's done all year he one huge play a game uh and he didn't have a chance to do that so i think it's at least a tie or it gets closer but um i didn't learn a lot about the 49ers in this game uh and therefore i think the eagles kind of wipe their shoes clean here a little bit um i think it's gonna be like a 10 point win by the eagles i'm not talking blowout but i'm talking like eagles are never really worried once they get to the second half. Even if they're down in the second quarter, I think that they, by the midway through the third quarter, it's like, okay, yeah, Eagles win this game. So um, that that's kind of how I feel. Similar to the 49ers last week. It was the same sort of story. That's how I feel about it. Uh, Kyle?
3: Um, I think this is a Brock Purdy redemption story. He's going to come out, put his body and his dick on the line, and he's going to win, and he's going to dominate the Eagles, and he's going to... F- Crush Nick Sirianni like I hope he does because I fucking can't stand that man. So, um, go 49ers.
4: That's all <laughs> did, all said it did. like a champ. <laughs> <That's all I'm laughs> <gonna say. laughs>
1: uh, Jake?
2: um, I'm going to stick with our original <laughs> pick of the 49ers. Again, I mean, I think this is going to be a very good game. I really do. I think Kyle Shanahan's a great head coach. I think Nick Sirianni's a great head coach. I think you've got two really complete football teams on the defensive side and the offensive side of the football. And, again, I think it comes down to whether Brock Purdy turns the ball over, which he hasn't done in the small sample size that we've seen, which is about half a year now. And, I mean, I think a Bengals-49ers matchup is better than a Bengals-Eagles matchup. I don't know why I feel like that, just... I off the top of my head I think that's just a better matchup. I think it's a great game. I think that becomes a great game and the storyline of first overall pick versus last overall pick just makes a lot of sense <laughs> to me. Um I think that storyline is beautiful if Brock Purdy can get to a super bowl and Joe Burrow wins obviously that that's the only way that happens. But I'm going to stick with my original 49ers pick. I think we had the Eagles as a group. I think I had the 49ers as like personally. So I'm going to stick with the 49ers here
1: uh i'm with you i think i pretty sure i had 49ers um getting to the super bowl with brock Purdy. so i'm gonna go with you on that i think it really does come down to how brock Purdy plays um he went 13 of 19 last week for i think it was like 200 something yards i want to say it was um i have right here yeah he had 214 oh sorry not 13 i that was looking at the wrong um he was 19 of 29, but still a good completion percentage, um, 219 or 214 yards. I think he needs some. They need some better run um, production. But if George Hill is going to be the George Hill we've seen, um, like he did this week and go for 95 yards and five targets, it's going to be pretty hard having Debo Samuel along with him. Christian McCaffrey. I just think they have a lot of weapons. Um, I think they have more than. Uh, The Eagles do, just a little bit. Like, I like those weapons better for Brock Purdy. So I'm thinking... I think it's a close game again. Um, I think Purdy's going to have to throw for touchdown in this. Uh, I don't think it'll be... I don't think it'll be 19-12, because I think Philly will put the pressure on the Niners to score. Um, So I'm thinking... 24-27 to, like, 8. 17 or, or or 20 something like that, you know. It's like a close game like that. So um I think the 49ers are going to probably win by like a touchdown or so. That's that's what I think.
0: Okay. So, I guess we we'll wait. We'll wait till we do an actual Super Bowl prediction until we have it. Um until we actually know what the matchup is. Either way, I think that this is on both sides, the best matchup likely that we think will, could have happened, which means that these should be two great games. They should be fun. Uh, should be fun to bet on, should be fun to watch just in general. Should be a good time.
4: On the see I'll lose money.
3: Oh,
0: <laughs> don't wish that
3: upon me. Come on, oh, that was mean. Never wish to lose
0: money. Although I do have a suspicion that as soon as I said I bet on the Giants, the cow said they're gonna lose anyways. I hope they lose by twenty-two. So uh, I, I, I did
3: not say that. Good. I said, in fact, I I said if they lose by twenty-one, I'll be just as mad as you, which I
0: am, just as mad as you. So <laughs> <let's see. laughs> well, anyways so fair enough uh okay so uh that was that um we'll definitely talk about next week once we know what the actual matchup is we might go more in depth on a little bit more as it looks like jake is absolutely sloshing down the dude i wish i was whatever he was eating to be honest bro uh, i'm smashing pasta i haven't eaten since ten thirty this morning. dude i've never wanted to be named pasta pasta more until this moment so uh,
4: anyway, <laughs> uh, uh we'll talk a little pasta i think well, this is
0: a great segue well uh, well, about what? Oh, yeah. What's David ML- Pasternak? We're going? actually gonna talk about one thing real quick, because I don't feel like we're gonna talk about it a ton. No, uh, MLB Hall of Fame. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. that was uh, the actual voting, or well, the submission for voting was today. One of the no, J- the actual voting was today. Okay, the yeah. actual voting. I don't really know how their process works comparatively, but yeah, uh, <coughs> their voting was today. So we found out the official uh, inductees in the Hall of Fame. There were two. Um, Kyle, you messaged if you want to say them. Yeah, um,
3: Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff are the two Hall of Famers being inducted this summer. Um, I don't really know much about Fred McGriff, I'll be honest, Um, but I know Scott Rowland is one of the greatest uh, third basements to play of our generation. Um, Mm -hmm. So that'll be really cool. He's probably he's one of the. We're really starting to get into the uh, the players that we watched growing up when we were young kids getting inducted now. Um, so this is really cool to start seeing. I remember watching Scott Rowland when, uh, the 2006 world series for the Cardinals versus the Tigers, that was so much fun to see him play during that. So I'm really enjoying to see the list of players get inducted now. Um, the, the way, uh, there were a couple big players who just missed out on the percentage. Uh, Todd Helton missed out, Andrew Jones, Gary Sheffield, uh, Carlos Beltran, uh, Alex Rodriguez, Mandy Ramirez—they all missed out on the percentage, um, so they will be not. They are eligible to be uh, nominated and elected next year. Um, so we shall see. How I do not think
1: it. Alex Rodriguez will probably ever make the Hall of I, Fame.
3: I unfortunately am inclined to agree with that
1: statement. because, and I, and I, this is my—if Barry Bonds is not going to get in, he cannot get in. So I agree. It's great career. For both of them, and if they hadn't juiced, they'd be in right now. Unfortunately, they did, so I got to hold them out. I know people, you know, that know A Rod that would say, "Oh, we'll you know, Ortiz got in stuff like that, and he shouldn't." But he didn't. Ortiz juice. was never
2: confirmed. Yes,
1: he, was he was never. Yes, he, he was. He, yes, he was. Conf- I'm pretty sure. I'm early career,
2: yet.
3: early, early, early but, in his career. But early. it wasn't oh, like so when he
1: bad. It wasn't bad like when he was bad. It was for the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, unlike A Rods, where it came out, he yeah. fought it. Okay, I, he admitted it, and then came back Better and used H D H after that. Fought it again, got the biggest suspension ever, which was like a hundred and seventy something. It was ridiculous. It was like an year entire year. <laughs> it was a, yeah, actually, I think he actually got more. I think it was a year and a half. Either way, it was ridiculous. It was over a full season. Um. So. Ortiz,
3: Ortiz admitted it in the 2004 interview, but he did test positive in 2003. Okay. So, Ortiz did do it. It was very early in his career, uh, but it only happened once. Unlike A-Rod, that happened three fucking times. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Probably. Bro, how dumb can you be? This- there's a reason his nickname was Aroid. Like, yeah. like come on, man. Like, I thought his nickname A-A-A-A-Roid. was Aroid. The problem
0: was there was a little bit more than Aroid. It was more like a lot
3: of Um, Honestly, uh, <laughs> I thought his nickname
2: was
0: A Hole, so that's fine.
3: Hey, that's <laughs> true. Um, Yankee fans don't love A Rod either, to be honest. A lot I mean, Yankee, a lot of Yankee fans appreciate what he brought to the roster that won the World Series, but as a whole. We don't like, win that without him. Yeah, like as a whole, we're like, eh. We'd, we, we don't love him, but we don't, like, hate him as much. But, like, yeah. only he, he's kind of just,
2: like... The only intriguing thing to me about a is that he played shortstop for the Rangers and then transitioned to third base for the Yankees. <laughs> That's the only intriguing fucking thing about him. He, uh, fun fact, he also he was a played gr- for
3: the Mariners. He played yep. with... Uh, he he was drafted by the Mariners and played there during yep. J- him and Jeter's early part of their careers. And they were rivals, actually, so fun yep. fact.
1: Uh, they, both, they,
3: they were both shortstops.
1: Both as shortstops, and when they first came out, Um, in the, what was it, 96, right? Yeah. Um, They are both, like, the next great shortstops, and they are fighting against each other for that, like, fame spotlight. (laughs) Jeter grabbed it because, actually, I'd say they pretty much split it early on in their career because Jeter got it because
3: of the World Series titles that he won.
1: Uh, also, because Jeter early. was in
3: a bigger market, though. He was in he the, was in the biggest, bigger market, the biggest baseball market you can be in. A-Rod yep. was in probably one of the smallest baseball markets you can yeah. be in. Yeah, so.
1: so that didn't help him. But then oh. Jeter won it, so he took most of the spotlight. But because yeah. of how good A-Rod... Ah, he didn't need the roids. That's what I he hate about so these.
0: Good, he okay. was
1: so good. But anyways, we'll move on. Yeah, we on uh, track
0: and that's, uh, So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and move right on into the next piece here. We have the. We're gonna talk about the NHL. We're gonna talk about the newly updated NBA All Star setup here. So I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen now. I do have it set up to the NHL.com. Uh, and we're just going to go down the rosters. Um, there are some names on here I talked about that are not a surprise. and uh, there are some names that are a little bit of a surprise and there's some names that just kind of make sense. Um, so Kyle, uh, I yes. want to, co- I want to comment on these a little bit and then I want to get your thoughts as well. Um, than so Sidney Crosby, it is Sidney Crosby. There's really not much else to it. I really don't think we need to talk about him at all. Yeah. Um, Johnny Goudreau making it even after in his first season with the Blue Jackets. I know he's been playing well. That is great for him. Um, I don't think there's much to talk about there. I'm going to skip a few names. Ovi making it. Fantastic. you love to see both him and Crosby making it there. Um, I will. You can talk about this more. I think it's pretty straightforward. Panarin's been playing crazy good this year. Uh, Adam Fox has also been playing crazy good this year those are the what feel like other than Igor who's also on this list We'll just get him out of the way like the three main Heartbeats of this team and luckily they are one on each piece of the ice if you will offense defense and goalie Um, Other than those names um, I know we could talk Ilya Sorokin has played really well this year for a team that's been subpar Um I know you'll probably talk a little bit about that. I know some of these other teams here, uh, but I'd love to get your input at this point for the rest of them.
3: Um, to me, so so the way the NHL does their All-Stars is they try and take one uh, player from every single team to be represented, which is why you see players such as Johnny Goudreau and Kevin Hayes being represented on these All-Star rosters, even though they're not having amazing seasons. Um, they don't really get to do all of the best players every single year, um, which kind of stinks. Um, yeah, that's a little weird. But but they try and get every single team represented. Um, so they take the best player from each team, essentially, um, and then they do the fan vote, um, which it seems like New York fans really came out and dominated um, because four of the players from the Metro division were from the fan vote, are from New York-based teams. Um, in um, Elias Sorokin, Adam, Elias Sorokin, Adam Fox, and Artemi Panarin were all um, fan votes. So, which is crazy to me.
0: Was Brock Nelson just a
3: Brock Nelson was I? It was either Brock Nelson. No, no, no. Brock Nelson was the original Islander who was uh voted by the league because Igor was the one goalie. Cool, Um, but. To me, uh, the real weird representative here is Kevin Hayes. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know why you it.
4: I um, mean, the
0: Flyers fucking suck. I mean, what dude, else you gonna say? I mean,
3: you know what's weird? The Flyers are five hundred. How the fuck are they five hundred, dude? Hey, I They don't start understand. off the
0: season like eight and one or something. Or dude, something yeah,
3: I don't get it though. The is <laughs> awful. They're terrible. They're playing but anyway, good hockey, Kyle. Yeah, okay. they are. They, they are playing good hockey. Far behind the Rangers, so. They are actually. That's what's funny is they are that far behind. But anyway, it's They're still
0: playing better than whenever you're a fan of them. So <laughs> they play pretty good. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> yes. Uh, the uh, moving on to the Atlantic Division. Um, okay. I'll, again, th- there's a lot more names on this list that feel like they just make sense. Yeah. Uh, Kucherov, Makes Mitch sense. Marner, who's been Makes playing sense. fantastic. Uh, Austin Matthews, right next to Mitch Marner. who's third in the league in goals last i knew but i know he's at 26 27 um other obvious ones uh matt kachuk or matthew kachuk he's been playing really good um vasileski and Allmark. uh what do these stars mean are stars um the stars are that's
2: got to be fan votes right i believe so
0: all-star fan vote Okay, yep. uh, I now have an issue with this. You're telling me Pasternak, who has the third most goals in the league, wasn't on this list already before? It had to it. have they been Olmark. They
3: gave it to Omar They gave it to Omar, So remember, I said they do one team, they do yeah, one player from exactly. every team automatically. Okay. Yeah. So they gave it to Allmark, who's having the best gear of any goalie in the league. Fair yeah. enough. So, Fair enough. That's what uh, they did.
0: <laughs> Also, I must say, uh, the fact that uh, Brady and Matthew are together on a team makes me extremely happy because they are. <laughs> Hilarious mm. together, <laughs>
3: uh, and brothers. Yeah, they yes. are brothers. I remember when their dad played in the league, and his their dad was in the all was an all star, and both of the he. So a lot of uh, players bring their kids to the all star game, and they let them participate in it. And their dad was in the all star breakaway challenge, and he let his he let them participate in the all star breakaway challenge. So you see matt and brady at like seven and five years old participating in the breakaway challenge and who knew 10 years later they'd be getting the chance to do it themselves like it's so cool i'm happy that they get to be uh on the same roster because matthew kachuk played the majority of his career with the calgary flames up until he was just traded uh this past season so yeah um, that's really cool that they'll get to be on the same all-star team now
0: it, yeah, and it's cool like, seeing them play each other. It's always funny, but like this is really cool around the same team. They're really the only not obvious names on here, even though we'll talk they're pretty good. Uh, Dylan Larkin, he is by far the best player on Detroit. Um, he is very, very He good. is having a atrocious year, though. <laughs>
3: like, yes. Not, not atrocious, Ill. but a good year for the Red Grit,
0: Wings. Grits, those two young <laughs> defensemen, also are not having the greatest year in the world. Either, <laughs> no, though. they're not. Uh, they, that whole team's kind of yeah. in shambles. Uh, Nick Suzuki doesn't feel like the best player on Montreal, but he kind of has been. He is Question. this year,
2: unfortunately. Yes. Question. For, why are there no defensemen in the Atlantic Division? I was they,
4: just looking at that. They don't um, care about that. They
3: don't need – so defensemen aren't 100% needed for the All-Star game because it's three on three. Okay. So okay.
2: I didn't know that. Thank you for
0: oh. that. <laughs> yeah. Very <If Gary's> fun <laughs> three on three. It's usually like 11 to eight or something Yeah, like that. it's like extremely
3: high scoring. Okay. Um, so <laughs> – I There hasn't really been any all-star um, players in the Atlantic Division on defense this year. Uh, it's really been goalies and forwards have been the
0: standouts, clearly. <laughs> That's I mean, why they're on their all I will say, uh, Hampus um, Lindholm, before he slowed down, would have been on this list, probably, but he has Probably, down. but
3: he has slowed uh, down. Um, uh, to me, the good. real... Yes, he has been really good this year. Uh, but to me, the big standout has been Tage Thompson. Who, yes, I was going to say. Um, for, game. F- for a small period, like looking in December, he was close to running away with the goals um, the goals for the season, having the goal title. Uh, he has slowed down this past month so far a little bit, but um, Buffalo was looking like they might make the playoffs, which was definitely not on my radar at the beginning uh, of the year, It was so. on
0: mine when we talked about it, just so you know. Uh, yes. I was one of those fighting for to be a fifth uh, wild card, or second wild card. <laughs> um,
3: which is... I'm happy that Buffalo has stepped up because I didn't think they would. I thought they were going to struggle goalie-wise, but they have been real good this year, so...
0: Yeah. Sneaky. So, um, I do uh, say that uh, Linus Allmark will be the first ever goalie to have a shutout in an All-Star game, so... I'm Um, I'm,
3: Before we move on to the Central, I am actually extremely happy for Linus Allmark because he's getting to play in his first All-Star game, and he 100% deserves it. Um... Yeah, he's twenty. He's he has unreal. twenty-five wins and one loss. Bro, I, was I was just 20, say, the how, What do you mean? I was just gonna say, how many losses does he have? Like, like none? Insane, dude. He's insane.
0: Uh, it is uh, statistics. Here we go. Uh, let's. Well, first of all, uh, he twenty-five, tra- two and one. So he has a total <laughs> three losses, two dude. in regulation, one in overtime. Look at. Okay, uh, he's winning the Vesna this year, right? Like, there uh, should be. There's if no he question.
3: If he doesn't, we riot. I'm sorry. <laughs> like We hey, riot! He has under a two
0: <laughs> goals. A game. He would have to lose out every game he plays, realistically, to, like, really drop out of under two goals a game in a point nine three eight. Like, that's insane. Um, okay. So. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, We could talk a little bit quicker about these because neither of our teams are in it. But a lot of the Make Sense names, obviously mm. Mc, McKinnon, or Nathan McKinnon, uh, Miko Rantanen. Uh, Jason Robinson, obviously, he's still up there in goals. I don't think he's number two anymore. I don't believe so. He's falling off, but he's still good. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko feels like he's having his comeback year. Um, this is where we actually have defensemen, and they're two of the best in the league, and Kale McCarr, who's probably the best in the league, are damn close, uh, and then uh, Seth Jones. Um, Josh Morrissey, he must be the best Winnipeg player. Uh, besides, uh, Josh uh,
3: Morrissey is so underrated
0: okay so I i've heard his name i don't know a lot about him oh man. Um, he's and really then connor good. hellebuck has been he's like the number one goalie in the league this year it's not Linus Allmark, or pretty damn close to it igor's up yeah. there as well yeah it's they're all up there uh um, and then seros i always love seeing him here because he is always the best player on the predators uh really for the last eight years so um yeah not that like, long like four but ever ever since uh you Pecor- uh, retired, which was yeah that's true four
3: years ago, four or five years ago.
0: Okay, well whenever he retired, whenever, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, I am super happy for Clayton Keller because God knows he's on a hell of a team. Uh, so <laughs> Poor I'm Clayton for Keller, man. I feel has. bad for all Coyotes <laughs> players. Speaking of Coyotes. I love their third jerseys that they just released. Can you look those up
3: really quick, Nick? Yes.
0: uh, Did you see the goalies with the pads?
3: Yeah, dude, those. I don't know why these jerseys are getting a lot of hate, but I really like these jerseys. Not going to lie. Like, I think Um, these are. It's the font one. Uh, See if
0: this one right here.
3: Yeah, there it is. I looks like
4: like a um, winter sweater.
3: It exa- it it looks the whole theme of it is um the desert at night is what they're ho- they're going for. Ah uh, I
4: goal,
0: yeah. thought
3: it looked so good.
0: Dude, I am smoking work. Um like
3: that. there's an A there. <laughs> just type third jersey, you'll be able to find it better. Yeah,
0: there you go. Gonna, jersey, third jersey,
3: here you go. Uh, go to images, you'll find it. <laughs> it looks it, like I, a I ugly sweater already. party. It's definitely in images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um.
0: No, it's not here. It's pissing me off. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Surprised. Back to the NHL All Stars. Okay, uh, Kyle. Uh, Back on track talk boys. To, uh, keep cool. talking about. Uh, anyone else on here that you want to talk about? Um,
3: there's no side? other real standouts. Um, on the on the Central Division side. Um, I do think. Like, you're looking at it. There are a couple of players that I'm kind of like, why are they here? Like, Vladimir Tersenko, Like, you did say he's having a comeback year, but he's only had 29 points this year. So, like, meh, I guess kind of comeback year. But, um, oh, they are his pads, Nick. I just saw them. Where are they? Go back to Twitter. Scroll down real quick. There they are.
0: Oh, uh, no? dude. Those are I really saw different ones. But they are. Dude, oh, that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. There's a picture She's... of the whole thing, though. Um... <laughs> I, now no, that, I need to find these keep going cow
3: um so like there are a couple players that I'm really excited uh to see in this um Josh Morrissey's been so underrated he has 41 assists for them um Nick's got the goalie pads pulled Tell up. Tell right me this is not so... dope they have the four, the cactuses on the That's Dude. Dope. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's dope. I don't understand why people are there is getting hate for these jerseys. I really don't get it um yeah I don't
0: either um. But okay, anyway, we can quickly on. talk about this. Uh, Connor McDavid, who will have about 20 of these by the time his career is over. <laughs> um,
3: if he doesn't get an all-star appearance for every year he plays, something's wrong. Like, yeah, uh, Dreisaitl,
0: who will probably have about 12. Yeah, he's um, on his way. Oh, Horvat, the future Bruin, who uh, is going to continue to kill here. Dude, Fun fact How, how definitely... mad are you going to be if he goes to the Bruins?
3: I'll be more mad. I don't care if he goes to the Bruins. I'll be more mad if he's traded in general because if you, when you, uh, we are releasing a video uh, soon of uh, NHL trade um, predictions, and I do say, uh, so we'll be released tomorrow. There you go. Um, I don't think Bo Bo Horvat is going anywhere. Um, but stay tuned to watch that video to see all the
0: details of that. That is Love being it. released tomorrow. I will leave it be, uh, then, uh, Nazem Kadri, Elias Petterson, uh, all the arts. Is it, it's, it's Peterson, Yes. Yeah. Patterson. Um, Eric, uh, Eric Carlson is getting his old age. Um, he's coming only... back. He's coming so back. Thompson's doing good. Stuart Skinner felt like a surprise for me to be honest out of this. Yeah, whole list. I agree. And, and um... Kevin Fialo, uh, he's played well, but still felt weird. Um, I to like me, the biggest
3: Kopitar. surprise is definitely Stuart Skinner because he hasn't yeah. played that great. But, I mean, he was a fan vote. Fans do crazy shit. so Yeah, that's fair.
0: Uh, and can uh, um, over Kopitar, I have some questions, but okay. I do,
3: too. I also have questions. But, you know, the one I'm really excited to see is Maddie Beneers. I am rookie. super excited for the yeah, the rookie. The rookie is coming in. I can't wait. He's the best player on their
0: team because the rest of their team's kind of <laughs> at mid. So, uh, and yet
3: they are in
0: third place,
3: second so, place. So, Kyle, who wins? Like
0: by the way, the All Star game. I think it's either it's either the Atlantic. It's or the either Metro. the
3: Electric or Metro, but I'm gonna go with the Atlantic uh, only because having that just just a con, just having Pasta, Austin Matthews, Nikita Kucherov, Mitchell Marner just on the forward standpoint alone um, is gonna be insane. Although they don't have to play much defense. Um, so then, having Vasilevsky and Olmark to be there just in case they decide not to play defense at all. Um, so my prediction, my prediction, at is the Atlantic Division will win.
0: Um, I think. Also... It's, I don't think it's that close either. By the way, um, because if your uh, third line is Brady Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk, and whoever yeah. the hell, it, they're hitting you <laughs> a lot.
3: Also, Nick, really quick, look up the All Star jerseys that they have for this game. Okay, they are fire. Oh, Love I've these jerseys, all, not All
0: Star Game jerseys. Uh,
3: jerseys, yeah, yeah. All Star jerseys.
0: I spelled jerseys wrong. That's fine. Wow, don't
3: what a We talk about it. <laughs> <We don't> talk <laughs> about it. Sp- oh, oh, so fire! I-, I am buying an Eastern uh, jersey. Um, it is in my uh, it is in my cart on Fanatics.com, so that will be shipped some point soon i may i may buy a western conference jersey just for shits and giggles not gonna lie because what about mountain and
4: central um, okay. So they
3: they're doing it by conference, not by division. So the Atlantic, oh. and, the Atlantic and Metropolitan Division will share the same jersey. Same with the Central
0: and Pacific Division. Um okay. they,
3: ha- they have done it by division in the past, but this year they decided to just do it. Based I can't on wait till uh, the Metro
0: and the Atlantic play each other in the final. It's going to be the same <laughs> same jerseys. Uh, That'll anyways. be fun to watch. Okay, we're gonna move on to the NBA All Star Game. Now we've already talked about this a bit. Um, so, really, it's just going to be an update. And to be honest, the main update is that Jalen Brown has come all the way up to third in the guards list from like fifth or sixth. And Jason Tatum is up to third in the front court from fourth. So, uh, those are the big ones on the side that we care about. Otherwise, LeBron's definitely going to be the leader here. Giannis is overtaking KD. So, therefore, it will likely be LeBron versus Giannis. Uh, that is a close fight. Uh, however, they also announced, I think today or yesterday, that the actual team choices will be done the night of the All-Star game. Ooh. So that's going to be interesting. That would be uh, fun. Th- that's what they said, at least, uh, the same night. Um, so we'll see. Also, this person said we should start ban Californians from voting. Interesting. Oh, it's has <laughs> to be great too. Got it. Uh, anyways, uh, so also, this is pretty cool. Nicholas yeah.
2: Claxton being in the top ten on this list is absolutely wonderful. Uh, hey, he's actually he's playing incredible. Yes. Um, uh, the,
0: one other note I'll say, uh, on top of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both being top three in their all-star voting, uh, they are both top ten in MVP voting right now, uh, with Jalen Brown being at being at number ten and Jason Tatum being at now number two. So, uh, uh, for MVP this year, that's what I mean to say if I did not say that. So, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, now, uh, go Derek else? Rose. Fuck
3: yeah! I didn't realize he had that many modes. Go Derek Rose. Uh, it's because he plays in New
2: York, dog. <laughs> hey, hey yeah, no, but listen, I, I love Derek work. Rose, but like, it's because he plays in New York. Really?
0: <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, did we want to talk about anything else before we move to our final, or final piece of what we're doing today? Nah, let's get it. Not no, good. let's go. All right, okay. Nick, bring it up. <laughs> Our quarterback tier list. That is what we are going to be doing. I need to view this by a little bit closer for the stream, so it's a little bit easier to see. There you go. Okay, um, so I think this is pretty obvious. Um, I don't really see <laughs> it. Uh, I'm, of course, kidding. Um, however, I do think that we all agree that... Um, Mahomes is one. Mahomes is number one. Let, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, let's just get that out of the way. Big facts. Um, I was might be able I was to do a lot Jake of these quicker than I Pete. thought. Um, now that I'm starting to think about it, um, I think at this point, as of today, I think that Joe Burrow has overtaken Josh Allen as the number two quarterback. It's not by a lot, but I think he's overtaken
2: him. I think consensus?
3: it's very close, but... I still personally would put Josh Allen at two. I,
2: but I think it's Burrow. Um, Burrow is top two. And arguably, it. I don't think he's number two. Um, but <laughs> okay, we'll I'll, I'll accept
3: it. But so, uh,
2: I still not actually. You. But uh,
0: anyways, Austin, do you have That's any fine. opinion on uh, the food you're eating or the fact that Joe Burrow is ahead of Josh Allen? You're muted, by the way. Big Dog is muted.
1: Did not realize I was muted still. Um, <laughs> awkward. I would say, yes, Uh, Patrick Mahomes probably has to be one, only for the fact that while I think Joe Burrow is... To me right now, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are the Brady and Rodgers debate because Rodgers was always considered to be the better actual quarterback like when it came to just talent-wise and raw talent. Um, Now, I think it's a lot closer in this one than it was the Brady and... uh, rogers but um i think just because joe has not yet won a super bowl um mahomes has a slight edge for me in that we're taking a team to the promised land and when you're going based on raw talent and then just numbers and stats then mahomes still has to be at the top because he has that one thing for me which is the champ so i think if joe goes this year and wins then we could really have that debate about
0: awesome um so really i'm looking at this so my first thought this is just a thought because i was talking i was actually i had a very heated argument with my manager earlier about this exact conversation which was great uh so um i would be looking somewhere in the realm of justin herbert here um somewhere i'm just saying the name because i'm trying to get the conversation started where do we think of number four um in the in uh, area, like, where, where do you
2: uh, think? As someone who admittedly did not think Jalen Hurts was going to be great at the beginning of the year, I think it's hard not to put Jalen Hurts at four at this moment in time. Don't get me wrong, I think Justin Herbert is a more talented quarterback, but Jalen Hurts has had more success at the very least this year. If
3: Yeah, I was going to agree with you there, Jake. Um, I, it's I'm not shy to admit my not liking for Herbert. Um, I, I don't hate him. I just don't think he should be on the same tier as Mahomes um, and Josh Allen are. Um, so I do think if we're going to put him at four, I'm okay with it. But as a play this year, I do think Hurts does have that slight edge for me.
2: So it, I'm it's okay. not this year. It's just overall quarterback rankings, but I still have a hard time finding. Like, I understand that Herbert probably has more of the stuff you look for, but Hurts' success has been better if that makes sense.
0: I I am biased towards Herbert. So if the consensus is Jalen Hurts, I get it. But I think Herbert's,
2: Herbert's was... at least top 5. So if it's not he Her- if it's five. if it's not yes. if it's not Herbert at 4, he's at 5. I think Hurts Herbert is a, probably the best way to go there.
1: It's yeah, it's hard for me. It's like I want to buff um and Part of that's because Herbert is, has the better, like, overall stats. Yeah. But he just hasn't quite impacted his team the way I think Jalen has so far um, to just make them win now. I mean, who has the better team? I mean, you could argue either way for that probably. Um, who's got the better coach? Well, it's obvious. Um, so there's that on top of it. Cause I mean, it's not like Jalen was extremely successful last season. Um, so it's hard for me to say Hertz is better than Herbert. I don't think, I think either one flip-flops would be fine. Like, I I don't think it's that clear.
2: I think it's very close just because of the Hertz success versus Herbert's talent. Like it's one of those things. Um, am I nuts to put Trevor Lawrence at six? So that's yes. what I was thinking. I don't that, know who else know. do you put Oof. him above him. Who, who else do you put above him? That's the – Lamar. About, I mean, Lamar comes to mind. Lamar. But. Okay, so
1: the only other one so that – Lamar is
2: the only one, I would we're, say. We're talking about right now, right? Yes, I still
3: and would put Right Lamar now
0: – um, I don't know. Lamar didn't look that good this season Like compared to – what he was hurt a lot. And you have to consider injuries when you look at quarterback ratings because being able to stay not hurt is important. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence showed me a lot in that Chargers game, like a lot. And the fact that they went seven and two to end the season showed me a lot. So I'm uh, that better than Lamar Jackson.
2: I think it's going to be Lawrence Lamar, but it's not like a far gap. It's one of those things where it's like the gap is really close again because of Lamar's sustained success, but Lawrence playing better this season. Looks like I'm outvoted. Yeah, I'll, I'd, I'll I'd have to go,
1: I think, with <laughs> right. Trevor there. I mean, I don't know who – if we're just going strictly off this season, I, it's hard to put anybody else.
2: And we're not just going off this season, but, like, because I think Brady – right now? Like,
0: where are they – how are they looked at right now in the league is my thought process, right? Like, Lamar is still <laughs> like, a commodity, but I would take Trevor Lawrence right now looking at right now in the future over Lamar Jackson. And, yes, injuries do play a part in that. And, like, I mean, that's what I'm – the
2: conversation along Lawrence right now is he's arrived, right? Like this is supposed to be this is supposed to be the guy. So yeah. I think he just sneaks it out over Lamar a little bit. Um looking at the next name on this list, I mean, I don't see a better name than Tom Brady, but I could be incorrect about what you guys are thinking
0: I'm
1: kind of with you on that. I mean
0: My hard part, my boss gave you a really good argument today. Tom Brady had a stellar offense in front of him, even with injuries this year. And had did he, though?
3: Pick. Yes. Even with, yeah.
0: even still with had injuries. Still at Mike Evans almost yeah. all season. Still at Chris <laughs> Godwin. Still at Julio Jones.
2: I know there are injuries here and there. Julio's a shell of himself. And Tom Brady uh, did set the passing completions record. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like Tom Brady was bad. His completion percentage was near 70 and he didn't have a run game all year long and his offensive line was shit. So yeah, he I, had weapons, but he didn't have time to get to the, the ball dude, to those weapons. I Tom am, Brady
1: uh he, he passed for 46 well basically 4700 yards in the regular season.
2: The only thing that brings Brady's like the only thing that brings Brady down is the touchdown numbers at this point. Like okay, they couldn't score in the I red think. zone.
0: We are talking right now. We're talking yeah. everything. We're talking right now what we've seen, where we are, where we're going. I'm taking Tom if Brady I, over
2: any, any name on that list. So if I were to give you an
0: option right yeah. now, I'd yeah. be like the Patriots right now can have Tom Brady yeah. for whatever that means or Justin Fields for whatever that means.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm taking Brady right now.
0: I'm, I'm taking <laughs> Justin Fields, and that's simply because of where he is right now.
2: Like if you're, a, I can like, tell you, I'm taking Justin Fields for the next ten years. But if but I, I don't want...
0: I'm talking everything. I'm talking as a QB right now. You're looking at not only where they've been, not only where they are, but where they're going as a quarterback. And Tom Brady probably a year or two most. I think yeah, you could win a Super Bowl for the Patriots. I think Justin Fields could win multiple. The
4: I problem think with that like... is,
3: go ahead, Justin. You're good.
4: The problem with that argument, Nick, is the fact that that. Brady already has the connection with the Patriots. That's the only reason I don't think you can try and use that as to why. Because if you look at, like, I am just saying don't involve the past. Him just going back to
0: involve the past. Do involve the past. We're looking at, like, how they played this season, how they played historically. Like, Tom Brady
2: has been great. To me, though, there's
3: still three quarterbacks I would still take over where Tom Brady is this year.
2: I wouldn't. Like, if you're giving – let me put this scenario out in front of you. Any one of the names on that list – you need one drive to get you a win. I'm still taking Tom Brady on over anybody on that list. I'm not. And I don't think it's fucking close. Okay, I
0: agree with that. But in that specific no, I, scenario, yes. If I need a quarterback that's still able to take hits and is still able to... I, in this league, you need a quarterback that can move. We saw it with, and I hate doing this, we saw it with Daniel Jones and actually moving his legs this year, how successful the Giants were with it. All of the teams that are still in the playoffs their quarterbacks move their legs at least a decent amount like significantly more than Tom Brady ever did and so for that reason I think you need a quarterback that's dynamic that's what you need right now I'm not putting Justin Fields
2: in the top 10 that's oh I absolutely want to
0: I don't think
3: wait I don't see why you wouldn't though Jake I don't think he the problem is you're, gonna, you're gonna
0: realize what I was trying to do earlier. No, I know this that list you're gets looking very at, thin, very fast. No, I know you're very looking, fast.
2: I know what you're looking at when it comes to like future ratings, right? Like I'm understanding that. But I'm not I'm personally not taking into account that when I'm looking at this list because I'm looking at the tiers as they are right now. Who would I want for this one season? And I'm not taking anybody on that list over Tom Brady. I mean, maybe. No, I'm not seeing a name. I'm really not for me, I hate to admit this because I despise
3: this person with every bone in my are body. Are you about to
2: say Dak Prescott?
3: No. Okay. I am not about to say See, Dak like Prescott. Oh, okay. I'm about to say Aaron Rodgers. I cannot stand that man, but I would still take Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady. I would still See, personally take Derek Carr. I would take Kyler Murray. The, are I would you – s- what? Ro- yes. Whoa, whoa. Derek i Derek
0: Carr would. Derek Chill.
3: Carr, no. Murray, no. Kyler
0: Murray, you can make a point. Kyler Murray. That's I would take Derek
3: Hart, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields. Personally, Tom Brady. I'm still thinking. Whoa. I still
2: think Brady and Rodgers are top ten. And if you have anybody Whoa. over them, they're nine and ten. Like hold i hold on. was only hey, gonna put Rodgers first. Fine. And then I, Brady.
0: I do agree that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are top ten. I don't. I think if anything, I don't. they're 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 nine and ten in my opinion. That's where they are. Hold right on. I'm fine. Fu- okay, report- fine. Who
2: are you putting over them, Nick? Because that's really uh, where it's gonna probably. Be.
0: The quarterback who's proved the most of everyone on this list in general, and it's and, and still has the future aspect and all that stuff. It's probably Kyler.
1: Hold on, hold okay. on. Let's, I mean, okay. Yeah, um, yes, I'm awesome. sorry. I'm not putting Kyler Murray anywhere near my ten because why? Give, why, dude? He will not. I'm sorry. He's not going to be. Right? Your mic
3: cut out. Yeah, really you me. your mic cut out for me.
1: okay. So Kyler Murray's five nine, and what has he proved? To you,
3: absolutely not. The, in, proved, he proved more than Tom Brady did this year.
1: I'm looking what this year? Yeah, absolutely. What, uh, what, what that's just Murray's, false,
3: dog. S- hold on. Me? Let me just read.
1: Let me read off Kyler Murray's stats, and you tell me. So, 66. At hmm. um, Tom Brady was at 66. They're both at 66 percent completion percentage. Um, Kyler had 3,700 yards. Brady had uh, another thousand over that. Um and Kyler threw for 14 touchdowns. Let's heap into a mind had seven here.
3: picks. Okay. Yes, but I want you to keep in mind who Tom Brady was throwing to, who had a healthy Mike Evans all year, had Chris Godwin, versus who Kyler was throwing to all year.
1: So he missed keep Don, DeAndre Hopkins for six games. That's obviously six games. That's significant.
3: But he uh, had... Hollywood Brown was out for a couple games.
0: He...
1: So basically and
3: then who's out net. for a
0: while? McBride, and, I think, was out for six games as well. And like then who who's left?
3: AJ Brown? No, Christian Kirk. He left. Who's left? Who the hell is Kyler throwing
1: to? Um, no one. Who, no, no. Who's the other? Who's to? the other guy that they had? They um, have
2: AJ Green, Zach Ertz, and Trey McBride. It's not like that's they don't, I don't man. have AJ weapons, Green. Dog. Okay. No, Trey no, Trey not? McBride not cool. AJ Green is relevant to the end of this season. Bro, a Trey McBride.
0: But irrelevant to the end of the season. Okay. I'm either okay way. with giving up on the Kyler argument because I'm not. I this am not do um, I, I don't know
2: about Aaron Rodgers or oh. Tom Brady. Uh, do we have some opinion on that? I don't know. Listen, if Kyle's really mad about it, put Brady at 10 and Rodgers at 11, and we'll figure out what we put above him. No, I don't want to. No, do that. okay. I, I'm I, okay, I, okay I,
3: compromising with Brady and Rodgers being 10, but I'm not okay with either of them being 8. That's what I'm saying. Which but, is what put, he said. I oh, agree, so but bad. you I guys bad. were saying you guys wanted to put him at eight anyway, and I was saying
0: how can okay. you? Okay, okay. How can you not? Put I have Kyler a reargument nothing. here. Okay, through Kyler. <laughs> okay, we're
4: that's gonna talk crap. about the other
0: guy who looked much better than Kyler this year. Same sort of setup, but had a much worse team than Kyler Murray did. Certainly didn't have D Hop or Hollywood Brown. Okay, okay. Justin Gio Fields, Smith. <laughs> Smith. Just put uh, okay. Justin Fields at eight, dude. It's fine. No. Good with it. Justin Fields had no team and his supposed wide receiver one was barely wide receiver three. It felt like in Darnell Mooney, it did not feel good for him. Uh, barely a really running put game, put running him. game. David Montgomery looked awful. Uh, Khalil Herbert looked okay. Uh, but then he still had to run for, I think it was almost a thousand yards. Uh, it and, was close. And, yeah, like, he, yeah. he had a good year. So to be fair it to it. David
1: Montgomery, he got – he looked good before he got that in week three, Yeah, um, but then after that, it, it was all downhill for them. Um, I Yeah, I still don't think Justin should be this high. I think he could be 10, but that's fine. I'm fine with putting Justin – My only – My only,
3: like, reg- not regret, I guess, but my only, like, thing with Justin Fields is he didn't – he wasn't as dominant all year long. Like, as far as – Tom Brady was more dominant than Fields was to me. The year, but like I understand, if we're gonna put anyone over Brady and Rogers, I understand why Fields would be up here because he yeah. did he did it with a lot less. So I understand. I, just, I understand it. I just personally wouldn't put him this high, but I understand why he should be. Essentially, yeah. The okay. only thing I
1: think we should switch is Tom Brady and Aaron. Rodgers. I don't think Aaron Rodgers was all that great this year compared to Tom did, and they both had. I know Aaron Rodgers had, didn't have as great of weapons. I'll give you that, Um but. There's no reason that Tom Brady, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, shouldn't be able to produce better than he did this year um, if he's as good as we've always said he is. So, I don't know. But, Listen, but either way, is fine.
2: Like, okay, yeah, I mean, now the real question becomes, like, the next three. Are we, like, Kyler, Kirk, and Dak, are those the next three? Where are we going with that, boys? What's what's the word? Um, I think Dak showed a lot of bad. So that a light, lot of bad,
0: but he still made it further than Kirk. But Kyler didn't do that. But Kyler's talent feels like significantly
1: more than both of them. That's I don't hard. know about that. I really don't know. I about I still that. think
3: there's a quarterback we're kind of ignoring that could be right in this range here. Who? He's
2: it's gonna Deshaun. say Derek Carr. Uh, no, Deshaun, Deshaun. Watson. No, he well, played like shit this year. Derek Carr. Too. Didn't, Deshaun,
1: Deshaun didn't Watson did quit. not look good this year. If so we're I going, really okay, but, but see, there. here's the thing. If you're going again off of future as well, you have to yes. put it back in because he's going to get to where he was.
0: Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like, like if,
1: I understand he played terrible because he had he, what? In a my full mind, Watson might
0: be like 15th. Like I'm, I'm 15, okay with that. That's fine. I'm just at saying, like, 12, he's in maybe? This, okay. I'm, I'm saying he's to... in the same
3: range as where we're at right now, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm okay with him being at 15. You okay. know what? So put put
1: him and Russell together at like 13, 1314.
0: Yes. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, Kyler Murray played awful this year. We're talking right now. I'm going to agree with kind of Jake Stanton. We're talking right now. I'm going to put Kyler Murray behind both of the guys that we're going to take, um, which are going to be the guys who both made the playoffs. One of which who made it further in the playoffs. Um, I'm fine with putting
2: Dak here. Oh, I don't know about that. To be honest, I think Kirk was better. I think Derek Carr's right behind them.
1: Yeah, we I we, we 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 gotta be careful because where does gino go gino was uh, actually about yeah, playing a gino lot of was a guys.
2: fluke no
0: gino was no a fluke. We, don't don't we don't know that because we don't know that no no the that.
1: reason i'm saying we don't know that is because he was obviously nobody expected him to be this after all the years like with the jets and stuff like that but like the jets were a terrible team he didn't have good coaching that's but fine, what man. has he done since he left there he sat behind russell wilson and he sat behind uh where else did he sit behind
3: he was he was behind Eli for a year. Okay, actually
0: he he's not behind a bunch of again. Pro-backs. I have to move this around again cuz we're kind of being disrespectful to someone who played really well this year and because he was hurt, he uh a, I think we need to do this. If I'm being frank, I think it's extremely disrespectful that we don't have Tua around uh, this range. That's, that's fine. Fair. That's
2: fine. I'm good um, with yeah, it. I okay with also,
3: that. I also think we're being kind of disrespectful to Jared Goff here. Um, no, not yet. I he think, he's right, really, behind, I think I he's
0: right behind I think right behind Derek Carr. I've seen lists with him in top ten and I was like No, he's not honestly 10, I don't yet. mind it. Um I think I, I think, he think he's, he's right. Be right be, I think he's right behind
2: Derek Carr. To be honest with you, yeah, like I think like, he's right I'm,
0: here too. Actually, based on how this year one, <laughs> I'm kind of think. I mean, Loki, think how this year went. Jared Goff
2: played amazing those last. Ah. Games. That's a fact. I'm fine with. I'm fine with that. I, and then
1: then to Sean and Russell, which way are we going with that? Uh, we're I also forgetting Sean about. Matt,
2: I think we're also forgetting about Matt Stafford, but I might just be overreacting. He he, he was, was not played, good. He was at, not good this yeah. year, right? Like.
1: So, was also you know, be I just wa- i
2: point. wanted to make sure I threw the name out so we just weren't forgetting about it.
1: No, I saw it and I was just like, he just wasn't and,
2: there. Yeah, no, I mean Deshaun's fine. Um,
1: I think DJ then, right then, above
2: Deshaun is fine.
1: Yeah, uh, and then I think after Deshaun you got to go. Can we Russ
2: uh, Mac? Yeah. Can we put Brock Purdy at
1: twenty? I'm Big you know I think there. I think Russ has to go there. I think Russ has to go there just because he had the. Full-
0: that's yeah, we have to after
2: Russ. I know he had a bad season, but he's had a good season.
0: He, he also had a
1: good team. end of the season.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I need I need Big Cock Brock to go somewhere in this range.
1: I think twenty one is perfect for him because I think he just how he is now and playing yeah, in the I mean, playoffs, we can it's, put it's him it's ahead good. of people like Mac Jones, Zach, like all these other guys. I think it's fine to put Brock there for now.
0: You still have yeah. to respect back to won a Super Bowl. I mean, if we're really
1: being honest, the rest of these guys he are borderline backups to starters, like depending on which team they go to or end up on, other than yeah. like still there. So I I'm mean, fine with
2: Kenny Pickett played really well at the end of the year. I would be comfortable putting him at 24. Uh, Taylor Heineke almost made the playoffs. I think we have to respect. Actually, yeah, with Carson Wentz. Well, so did, in- so <laughs> did Kenny Pickett, though. He almost made the playoffs. They went seven and two down the stretch. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's true. Well both these guys are in the same situation. They both came back when their QBs that started the season were awful, so um
1: I think Pickett would have to be above um Taylor Heineke, in my
0: opinion. I don't he played really good at the I, end Taylor game.
2: Heineke played so good at the end of the Listen, year. I'm yeah. fine with that. I think they're kinda of interchangeable at this point in their careers. Um
1: yeah. yeah, I'm fine actually fine with that looking at his stats. That's fine. <laughs>
2: He yeah. Why is Zach Wilson automatically
3: last? Because he was because quite
2: literally the worst quarterback no, he in the league this year. Like um, Davis Mills can go 31. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I like Davis Mills, but he played like shit this yeah. year. I don't, um, last I don't know i don't know i don't know
0: dude this guy <laughs> that, got that fucking guy I, that's why hey, I, I, I was gonna
3: say i was gonna say matt ryan be last not zach wilson. no no matt zach, wilson was, was zach, zach
2: dude, wilson was worse zach were zach wilson i don't know about that uh, zach wilson's oh, team okay. was a playoff team if they don't oh, start God. him he, at all
1: he almost got beat out in all of his stats by mike white who played four games so yes
2: zach, zach wilson it literally, minus Zach Wilson, the Jets could have played a g- games without a quarterback and would have been better.
1: Yeah, Zach Wilson was five and four, and he had sixteen. Um, Mike you could have White. Put
2: Nick, and- you could have put Nick back there under center, and the Jets would have had a better record. Hey,
0: yeah. yo, no. I sling the ball though. You guys, I know you got a cannon, <laughs> big dog.
2: I get it. That's, that's true. I sling that shit fifty
1: plus. <laughs> Mike White wasn't amazing. But and he was the only reason better.
2: that Mike White isn't on this list is because Zach Wilson started more games. Like honestly, yeah, do thirty three put Zach Wilson down there and put Mike White ahead of him? <laughs> that's exactly what I want to see.
0: <laughs> okay Anyway, so that's good. Um, and what I'm gonna oh. do actually is I'm going to do this. So how did I fuck that up that bad? Uh, I don't think that was your fault. To be honest, I
2: think that was just the way that worked like, the way it came out. That was weird. Yeah, that's weird. There you go.
0: Okay, so uh, that is our QB ranking. Um, Honestly, I think it came out pretty good. I think we forgot about two in this range, um, because, honestly, if he doesn't get six concussions... uh, (laughs) He's probably probably in the eight to nine range. Yeah, he's probably somewhere right there. Um, But uh, this isn't a bad QB ranking list. Uh, So um that's our last piece of day any thoughts anyone, anyone have any specific talk about this i think we're good awesome yeah well
3: <laughs> i'm gonna say I, I thought you guys were going to try and sneak daniel jones lower i actually like where he ended up no you
1: got him <laughs> like, no he,
2: i mean he <laughs> got he,
1: he got to the playoffs you got to give him the credit for that we are <laughs>
2: trying to be objective here kyle Yeah. <laughs> believe I it or not only, <laughs>
1: i honestly think the only non-objective thing we may have done was put mac at 22.
2: no no that's correct
1: I, uh, told I mean, me.
0: technically he played better than uh, Matt Stafford
2: this year.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess, yeah. And any I'm
0: other, also
2: going to give Mac Jones extra credit for playing very well down the stretch with an offensive coordinator who coaches defense. Uh, wait, That's fair. It, That's there was fair.
0: no offensive coordinator, but now there is. Bill O'Brien, baby, okay. Let's go, baby. You know, uh, anyways, uh, it was a great episode. We went for a while here. Anything, any other topics before
2: we head off? I'm good, boys uh
3: australian open will i think be finished by the time our next episode is up so we think we'll that... have uh winners for the australian open
0: nice is uh that really good american woman still in is she is she still killing it
3: uh no who are you even talking about i don't remember her name <laughs> but
0: she's absolutely gross hold on coco coco golf she is not in it anymore no australian open well now i need to look this up uh but while i do this um i do hope that uh All of you guys have a a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week. Enjoy this week of the uh, NFL playoffs. Uh, Do make sure to go follow us on socials. We're at 41 subscribers. Uh, We are goal by the end of the year is to get to 100. I think that's a pretty good goal by the end of this year. Um, So please make sure to subscribe. Definitely go check us out on Twitter. We're doing crazy stuff.